I am unashamed. What about you? Well, we uh, we got uh, Uncle Sai in the podcast lair, in the unashamed lair. This is the first time you've done the uh, podcast from this locale, Sai. From this locale, that's right. Because we did it up there at the lodge. That's exactly right. Phyllis's new house. Yep. So We were all together. Phil was in front, leaving the duck blind. <laughs> <laughs> we waited and one thirty. We waited 30, 30 minutes. minutes for him. But I, you know. You know. Wondering where what happens? At. We were killing a limit every day for the last few days. Have been eight and nine, so that's what I think has caused the problems. Dad's <laughs> <laughs> so, so gonna. Well, <laughs> now he's trying to fix it. Yeah, uh, you know, call Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I wish it would work like that, James. Because I would dial them right up and say, "Hey, send us another few thousand. But it's a, you know, it's actually though been like I only hunted open today, but it's actually been probably the best opening stretch in years. Yeah, about five years, yeah, at least. The yeah. full moon hit and everything slowed down. All right, so, so explain that. You told me that earlier. Well, look, we I, my best buddy in Kansas. He goes by the moon, so but he taught me that a lot of times when the full moon hits, ducks become nocturnal because they're going by God's flashlight is what I call it. Because you can see, I mean, this morning, I didn't need a light to get to the destination in a boat. Yep. It, you could see. Yep. And so ducks feed at night. And so they, so we kill a few early because mm-hmm. they've been eating all night. and But they start moving. Now, I don't know where they go during the day, but they're not flying and we even see that at our place. When we were leaving out, I jumped up two deer. I mean, just like I was going to get the boat. And they took off. Well, then they got up more ducks than we saw the entire morning flying. So they're just we, sitting. They're just sitting there. So they've been, they're not moving around in the daytime. Yeah. So what you do is you go at about 2 o'clock. He, we're going to do it today. Yeah. Because he's like, because he's like, I don't know what's wrong. Because the quality of ducks, we know they're new. We, we shot three widgeon today and it's all three we, more yeah. yeah we don't have widgeon right so i know so they, the new they ducks are came, here. yeah they came we had two mallards this morning just you could tell they had never been there before in their life they just come right in the hole so i mean it's quality it was quality nine ducks it's just very few are flying because they're gone nocturnal so you gotta they start moving in the afternoon especially when it's cold like it's really cold for here. So it's like the military side, it's adapt and overcome, right? That's yep. what you learned. You oh, gotta, yeah. They're they're moving around at night, so you got to change how you You got cha- I mean they kept griping and complaining, I don't know what the problem is and oh there you go. There you right. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd show. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know you was there. Started started with, get, get you, you some, some coffee, coffee and let's uh reminisce. Right. Yeah, let's talk about the the, the goings on. So so while Dad's getting his coffee, size, so I'll go ahead and uh, give you. You got a new podcast. Uh, Duck Commander has a new podcast. Yep, I saw and, this. And uh, so it's going to be basically. It's from what I understand, it's, it's five of them. It's Uncle Si, Martin, and Johnny D. Yep, the slobby man assistant. And and then uh, you've got a rotation. Johnny Gowan. Johnny you got Gowan. Stone. Yeah. Who sounds like Philippe Saul? Yep. Any kind of Saul? I call him a Saulzall. <laughs> I can't understand a word he says. I don't know how 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 are they going to translate? Because for people who listen, they're just out. Well, yeah, hey, ha- unless you have an interpreter come over. Yeah, but sometimes they got to have an interpreter for me. 
So yeah, that, that'll, si. be, that'll be nothing new. But you just changed the English language. Gawain, he goes, <laughs> I say, what? So then he changes blades. He goes, <laughs> I was like, no, nope, all I'm getting is yeah. a blade. Yeah, then it gets intensive. He gets intense. Is that just excited. me, or can you understand him? Uh, I can understand him. I've listened to him more, I think, so I can yeah, understand him a little bit. Yeah, you used to live next door. But he, he reminds is a me moment. of that movie, you know, where they had, they were making fun of Louisiana, and they coach. They had a Cajun coach, you know? Yep. What was that show called? Oh, that was, you're the, talking about the water uh, boy. Water boy. And they had, they yeah. co- he'd go, I saw that one. <laughs> but that, all of them knew what he said. <laughs> but uh, what the heck? Which is funny because when LSU hired Orgeron, you know the first thing he said at the first news conference is, "I'm the first LSU coach without an accent," which I thought was really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, well, it was. Yep, that was yeah, kind of have you take a biscuit, <laughs> make yourself at home. <laughs> They'll edit that out. So here's what my concerns are, Sir. Since daylight, I'm, I'm uh. I'm going out this chicken bit if we ever brought them. Well, if you start smacking, you're going to have to move that mic back because that's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> so that's what you got to love about the other shame pocket. Run your mouth. I'm gonna just carry on a little little food here. <laughs> All right. So just, the just five low, people low, doing low. a podcast seems, especially when you got Cy and Martin. I don't see how any the other three is ever going to say a word. Have y'all filmed any? Yeah, we have. Uh, it actually releases who, tomorrow. Who no, did no. the talking in, uh, in the podcast? No, no, I was shocked at that. I okay. figured it'd be like you talking about talking over each other. No, most of it is they're being very polite. No, I don't mean they're talking <laughs> over each okay. other. I, I predict that you and Martin will do all the talking, 95%. Because no. Martin knows everything, and then yeah. Cy thinks well, he knows he is an, yeah, No, he is it. an order. <laughs> Well, that's you know why, why? Me and him talk a lot, <laughs> yell at each other. You know why? He's got a big head. <laughs> that's right. He has oh, the has biggest he has head a big of brain. a human being I've yeah. ever seen. As big as that clock on the wall up there. <laughs> yeah. He wears a size hat about 40. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, speaking about that, when I come in the military and got drafted, my drill sergeant, I could take a bath in his hat. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, serious. Hey. This boy weighed 450 pounds, but you had to respect him, okay? Yeah. Because, look, I took AIT on uh, uh, Fort Bragg. I don't yeah. know. I, well, I have no idea oh, what no, that not, means. Not AIT, basic. basic. I took okay. base on Fort Bragg. That's where they right? holler at you, though. You time? do not walk on Fort Bragg. I'm in Fort, uh, God, I can't take a name right now. Hope? Anyway, it's in Georgia. Oh. Fort Benning? Benning. Fort Benning, Georgia. <laughs> okay. You do not walk there, so you run everywhere. Well, we run everywhere. Well, I'm 130 pounds, so I ain't worried about running. Okay? He's carrying 450, <laughs> and he run everywhere we did. So, <laughs> hey, you had to respect the man. So Martin reminds you of this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Martin's yeah. a large man. Look, when we and seen then, Well, you got Stone, but he never says anything. Yeah. No, Stone's quiet. No, no, look, when we seen the drill sergeant coming, we lost the drill sergeant, and he showed up. Big Oaf is what we called him, behind his back. We wouldn't say it to his yeah, face. I didn't say you didn't say yeah, it to his face. You didn't say it to his face. But anyway, look, we see a, a taxi cab coming down. Look, the right side of it is sparking. Just it looked like somebody's got a grinder going, <laughs> but it's a taxi cab. He pulls up. It pulls up, and when he steps out. Then it then it comes up where it ain't grinding, where it ain't grinding. <laughs> he was dragging. So, it yeah. was dragging. He was dragging 
Y'all. You sure he didn't weigh more than 450 pounds? Oh, no. Hey, he was a man. And look, he's about 6'6". Six, six, okay? okay. Oh, no. He was a man. He was a drill instructor? Yeah, he was my drill instructor. Yeah. Look. He didn't holler at you, did he? Did he holler at me? Hey, graduation. I'm in dress greens. Yeah. And he got in my face, and I started laughing because I never could. He, oh, the whole sorry. time I had him, <laughs> he'd get right in my just nose to nose. And when he did, I couldn't help but laugh, and he'd drop me. I did 350 push-ups. Because <laughs> he couldn't quit laughing. Couldn't laugh. He'd say, knock out 50, so, you know, maggot. He didn't. You know, <laughs> he called hey, you maggot? Yeah. Maggot. Yeah. You know, and I'd knock out 50 and jump back up, and he'd get right against my nose again, and I'd bust out laughing. <laughs> get in, maggot. Give me 50 more. I've done three of them. Hey, 350. Finally walked, finally got the laughing and the grinning off. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't use any four-letter words, did he? Oh, yeah. 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 He used words like drop, make it. Yeah. 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 Look, Sai told me they were doing this. This is for real. He told me they were doing the podcast. I was like, what are you going to call it? I was like, well, we need to think up a name. You know, we can call it. I thought about sidekicks. Yeah. Cause, no, no, no. Cause, I, cause the you fan. Know. What we're gonna call the fan? Our fan. Oh right. Because we we went through that with this one. Yeah. You know, we yeah. finally well, came I up meant with like, Shame Nation. But when when Cy tops a story, because he tops everybody's story. Right. Because they're they're just they're better. They're better. <laughs> then they could say. You know, they got sidekicked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I like, like the way you think. I yeah. like you think. Like, so when somebody, like when somebody gets mossed, right? You yeah. Know, yeah. So so said, You've been mossed. He said, it needs to be short and simple, and it needs to be some play on size. He's like, what we need is a is a two-letter word that starts with si. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I said, is? You just gave me what we're going to call my fans. Okay, cause, you told me. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. But see, we discussed this the other day, and I asked him, and I said, "Well, hey, let's call them the cool people." What? I said because we the cool, the, yeah, the cool people. I said they're the, fans. About the dazed and confused. No, <laughs> no. Now they're gonna be called the sidekick. Cool people, boy. Do <laughs> you like my sidekick? I like sidekick. the sidekick. Okay. Yeah, which is good because you got all the sidekicks. So is yeah. is Johnny D? Is he kind of like the quarterback of that podcast? Is he kind of the, or is it Martin? No. I mean, Johnny no, D. I hey. bet Martin is. Well, no, no, Martin's a quarterback, but every okay. once. So what while, is Johnny hey, D? He looks while, like an offensive tackle. Yeah, yeah but hey, don't know, but I know, but hey, every once in a while they just sacked. Martin gets sacked, so Johnny takes eight. He comes in for one play. I've never seen Johnny D, D do anything other than giggle. <laughs> no, no, he's actually pretty good in this podcast. Oh, he really, really is. He no, was on. I think I've he was never on Willie's podcast. Heard him pontificate on anything? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, besides Willie's schedule. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like a, Willie's he, impersonator. Or uh, <laughs> look, John D is like old Airedale dog. <laughs> he's a lot better than he looks. Hmm. What kind yeah, of dog are we talking? Airedale. About? Aaron. That was Dad's yeah. line. Remember the yeah. some yeah. guy told him in North Carolina he was yeah. he was like an old Airedale dog. He was smarter than he looked. <laughs> and then what he touched. So what what are y'all gonna talk I was about? Told, I was told that by a gentleman one time. He <laughs> said, "You know," I said, "What'd you get out of that speech I just gave?" He said, "I tell you what I got out of it. You like an old Airedale dog. You ain't dumb as you look." <laughs> I thought. I, pr- I told him, I said, I appreciate it. He's turned around and walked off. Yeah, that's a good point. <coughs> yep. I guess there's some things that are 
Better than others. What are we going to talk about? Well, I'm just curious. What? Any and everything. Oh, so it's. I even told them the other night before when we ended, before I gave them a scripture to think about. I told so them. So you I are said, hey, had look. some spiritual stuff in there. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, because they asked me, said, you got anything else to say? I said, yeah, I got something to say. I said, Proverbs chapter 1, if you read it, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. I said, folks, you need to think on that. Hmm. That's how we end. Yeah, you can't thought. spell spiritual without Sai. Hey, you can't you. spell a lot of stuff without <laughs> Sai. You can't spell rich without a your I. <laughs> hey, so hey. So my name my name has got a lot of good things in it, okay? Uh, you can't spell rich without an I yesterday, so we're hunting. Oh it's, my goodness. It's thirty five degrees and the wind's blowing thirty miles an hour. These two gentlemen are more concerned at this stage of their life about heat than they are killing any ducks. Well, that's I mean, right. They're obsessed with heat. There's butane bottles out here as far as a man can see. Right. So we get to the blind. Jay, I, the night before, I said, Jay, we're going to need some heat on our side. He's like, I got you covered. Well, we get out there. You're going to need some what? Heat. <laughs> well, because of the wind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're the ones that don't know whether you want a hot duck to stay warm. Then they get some heat down here. 35 <laughs> miles per hour. Them old coots over making sure they got eight words our heat. Be careful because you know where this is going. Yeah, I know so we get going. out there, and, and they both, for whatever reason, thought the other one was bringing the heat, and Uh-oh. they have no heat. Uh-oh. We have, uh, so, we have about 50 duck blinds. Yeah. When we, not every one of them. Has got heat in central heat. That's right. Central heat is a is a Cajun cooker. A Cajun cooker back there. He's playing the fiddle on you. Central heat, Cajun cooker. But some of the blinds. Sometime I thought I thought I left one in there, but they didn't. I got it down to the one down yonder. Well, we're out of luck. So hang on, hang on. Let's take a break. We talked about this quite a bit on the on the podcast, especially this year with the. COVID kind of driving everybody to the internet for business meetings and everything else. Of course, it's driven a lot of cyber thieves uh, as well. And so they're finding out new ways to steal stuff. And now they do it through the internet, which is, of course, one of the reasons dad talks about the bad stuff on the internet. Um, So these guys uh, can go find your your home title, uh, which is kept somewhere, you know, digitally. And, uh, and steal it, and that's what they do. And so there's a company called Home Title Lock that basically is going to protect your home title. So the way you find out about this is you go to hometitlelock.com. You register your address. Make sure you're not already a victim. Use the code RADIO, and you get 30 free days of protection. So that's hometitlelock.com. Use the code RADIO uh, to give you 33 days of protection. So, Si, I look up. And Sai sits down on, on a bucket that's been in the blind for 10 years. Of course, it breaks. And you know it's rotten because Sai don't weigh Sai's, 90 pounds. Right, he Sai. used to weigh 130. He's down about 90. <laughs> so the bucket breaks. He gets up there. And he and Jay said, you all right? He said, that wind. <laughs> I'm like, Sai's playing the death card here on this heat. So Jay said, all right. And so he gives them... Our heater. 
Yeah. So we sat there, froze our butts off. Of course, I was telling jokes ten minutes later because he's warm. He's warm. He's man. happy. He's happy. The he's oxygen's like, flowing again. Then he said, "Boys, don't remember this. If I do die, he said, y'all throw me in the back of the four wheeler like a deer and haul me to the house." I was like, "Thank you, sir, for that morbid thought." <laughs> no, no, that was Jay that said that. Oh, I thought you said. No, Jay said. Oh, you. He said, "Hey, you'll probably die in a duck blind or deer hunting." He said, "But don't worry about it." He said, when you kicked the bucket, he said, I'll throw you in the back of the oh. wheeler just like a, like so a big old bucket. It was funny. Just I... remember, we're reaching the age now where on this go around, there's not too many left for, for us. Yeah. We're the last two standing out of a well, si, family of seven. Si said Ma the... is gone. <clears throat> pa is gone. But I'm, they departed because they were godly. Right. And all our brothers and sisters, they're all oh, departed. They, they left the earthly tent. So Cy and myself, we're the last Robertson but, standing out of that family group. Cy said the only reason that we're the ones still alive is because we both hunt. Because they didn't hunt like we do. So he said, that's why I'm going out here. Well, he said Tommy it. hunted a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, two years older than me. Yeah. Until he uh, just couldn't. Had me one too. of these rare well, mental things, you yeah, know. that's true. Just <clears throat> Which that's what's amazing to me. Not only did all of your, your siblings pass on, you know, no, and nobody made it to 80, but most of them had, you know, severe dementia uh, toward the end, especially Jan. She wasn't even 70 years old. As far as I know, none of them, which is kind of a certain interest, none of them ever uh, broke down and bought a cell phone. None oh, of no them. cell phones. No, there wasn't no phone people. Yeah. None of them would use a cell phone. And they all believed. All seven. And and, and sign I don't either. <clears throat> and they all believed. Or believers. Well, hey, yeah. the reason I don't have one, it won't work for me. Oh, boy. It's only as good as a well, operator. Trust, no, 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 Operator problem. No, 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 no. Not you operator have problem. this argument again right <laughs> no, no. now? No problem with you. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to solve it because he says it's my fault. No, 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 no. This is not. This is equipment <laughs> problem. Tens of okay. millions of people. Because my wife is what? Bought... Equivalent problem? <laughs> equipment problem. Equipment oh. problems. Okay. My wife has bought me two. The last one was $1,000. Okay. Oh. It will not work. I've been on planes, went to Nashville, or going somewhere for my singing gig <laughs> with my band. So it okay. won't work in, when you're at 30,000 feet. No, 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 no. This is when I'm in the airport and land. Oh. All right. I have to call my band members and say, where are you? And so, what's the band members oh, called? Huh? What's your no, band no. called? I just no, Uncle Simon's psychotic. But yeah. anyway, look. You're they pushing make, the wrong button. No, 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 no. <laughs> they make this, try to make this idiot proof, okay? I've got a phone that all i got to do is touch home, it comes on. Well, you put them wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I get it, it it's on. Then I touch phone list, it gives the phone list, and then whoever I want to call, they've got the name and the phone number, and all I've got to do is touch their name, it calls them. And nothing yeah. happens. Nothing will happen. <laughs> Okay, so I'm standing there at the airport waiting, and I've always it always happens. A fan comes up, says, Uncle Sock, can I take a picture? I said, well, make a trade. I'll give you a picture if you will call this number on this phone. So you're living your life? No, no, random people. So look. I, they, you living like this? No, no, yeah. One woman, okay, and says, uh, well, give me your phone, I'll call it. I said, darling, if this stupid thing would work, I wouldn't need you to call it. <laughs> I said, call on your number. She said, give me the phone. So she takes my phone. She tries to call them. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Won't work. 
I know she why finally called them on her phone and it yeah, hello. Yep, come get me. All right. Here we go. You have to have a service provider. If just buying a phone is not enough. Somebody you gotta no, no. pay somebody si. no, no. I I guess I, to use it. Here's where you're coming up a little short. Yeah. yeah. No, y'all are wrong. <laughs> the, the equipment will not work for me. Okay. That's why I don't have one. I bought two. That's a good spin on why he doesn't have a cell phone. None of no. them work. No, it won't. Because it certainly we can't be that. him. People listening think that he's kidding. Oh, he's dead serious. We need he's to side with the uh, our folks at Patriot Mobile. You know, to get him lined up on the and side. it won't work. Si. Trust me, it will not. If work. you had anybody younger than twenty five years of age, look at it and see oh, what the hey, problem look. is. My wife has went. To She's seventy. <laughs> She's your age. I said less than twenty-five. Look, hey, go, to go to the millennials. Go to the millennials. Two seventy-year-olds looking at a cell phone. That ain't going. Go to get the it. millennials. You got to drop down work to the millennials, folks. Welcome to my family. <laughs> they are hard-headed. Okay, it will not work. Trust no, me. Not. I've had two. No, they're not on your side. Oh no. Oh yes, Hundreds of millions of people are having cell phones that work. I'll give you an example. It's you. It's not no, no, the no, phone. No, it's not me. I had a guy in the military that was in my platoon, okay? All right. Look, you could give him the $10,000, uh, what is the Swiss watch? Okay, <laughs> the are, best they're, made. They're cost hundred, ten grand. A they're 100000 well, now. A Rolex. A Rolex. Okay, hundred. make it 100000 You could give him 100000 if he put it on his wrist. It's dead. <laughs> and look. And and the greatest switch, all watches switch. died when they no, got no, on. No, 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 no. This is your and argument the, for why and, your hey, and the work? greatest watchmaker ever cannot resurrect this watch once that man put it on his arm. <laughs> it died and it's gonna stay dead. That's so, the way phones are with me, folks. They're dead. So you, uh, you really is your your magnetic personality. Hey, You're overwhelming these cell something phones. Is, something will make it not work for me. Trust me, okay? I've done both, too. That's you it. know it's not brain power. That's... Oh, no, it ain't me. <laughs> It's, it's I think the, I have. I think there's a song called that. It ain't see, me. they think he's kidding right now, Jason. <laughs> hey, I'm dead too. Hey, they don't know. I'm dead, dead too, serious, folks. It took me until about 20 years of age before I remember we was at the we was over hunting, and I said he he's he's serious. And he said, Yeah. I said I thought he was kidding. <laughs> he called me off on the side. He said, Listen, your brother, my uncle. He, he's serious about all this stuff. I said, oh, yeah. We had the weirdest conversation. He said, I've been watching him for 10 years. I didn't think he would really believe this. Yeah, I, said, I thought he was kidding, but he, he's not kidding. He was like, that's why he's so, arguing. Jace, you lucky dog, you were named after yeah. Jace. Well, and we Standing signed, on the riverbank that day. Remember, Si, when you right. said, why are you so, going to call hey, your son? You got to blame him, okay? <laughs> I just done what I was told. It has His no, wife, Miss yeah. Kate, told me, go find my husband and tell him this baby is on the way. What does he want him named? Well, and I did. To quote you. And on top of that, Cy and I talked about this. Jace, you're too young to remember. But Cy and Christine lived in Junction City when you were born because they were that you were in between yep. before you got back yep. in the military. So, like... They kept Jace all the time. It marked him. It marked him. So, your, me? Yeah, you. Your formative years <laughs> were spent with Cy. Right with me. And you were named after him, and that's why you two clashed. You all me? of your skills and the stock market and all that? Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yours truly. <laughs> 
No, wisdom is proved right by her actions. All right. Matthew 11. That's it. I agree with you. <laughs> I know. Is that no right? argument so there. I, you quote a Bible verse. I'll, he'll agree with that. <laughs> That's right. Everything else, no. <laughs> He's, he is on board with the Bible. Yeah, he knows so, Sal, si, what are you going to do with the text? Because some in the audience have contacted us, and they want to know what are we doing in the in the arena of the coronavirus, the biblical, at least five times. Are we sure we want him to greet plan? one another <laughs> with a holy kiss? What are you doing about that text? I will give you a hug. Okay, but I'm not going to give you so a kiss. You've kissed more women, or they've kissed you. And that I anybody I've ever that. been with. No, it's hey, a plain text. It's on the cheek because hey. I know no, you're hey. married. No, but, no. But I'm just saying. So it's I, a plain text. So Greet said, one another, and it says it at least five times in the New Testament with a holy kiss. Well, the only thing I tell you, Lord, please forgive me. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take another break. So uh, it's, it was interesting having Sai and Dad both talking about cell phones. That's uh, that was a whole other flip on the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Dad just you know says don't have them. Sai says he can't have them because they won't work. They won't because work. he had a military buddy <laughs> whose watch never worked when he was forty years ago. So we tell Sai he needs to maybe check with our uh, sponsor, Patriot Mobile. He may not have coverage. Jason's like, you know, it takes more than just a phone. Maybe when you said is. that, he thought he was talking about some kind of missile defense <laughs> right. system. Exactly. So, so Patriot Mobile, uh, we've talked about before on here. They're basically a, a co- Christian conservative wireless provider. That's kind of how they hang their hat. If you don't want to go with AT and T and these other big corporations, and they got a deal going until December nineteenth. You can get a Samsung A11 for yourself and someone else. So that's two phones for, for free, and you also get a free month of service. So it's a good time to sign up if you want to switch. It's very easy uh, to do. You go to patriotmobile.com slash fill, patriotmobile.com slash fill, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. You get a free activation, special gift if you use the offer code fill, patriotmobile.com slash fill. I don't, I don't know what this means. Besides, he means he ain't kissing them. <laughs> They're kissing it. Last time I went on a trip with him, coronavirus was out. Ten women kissed him on the cheek. Watch it. Uh, watch yourself out there, man. No, no. Here's man, the thing. He, he you wasn't up, kissing you, them back. Hey, but you, I'm just saying. I did see that. I'm not embellishing. Hey, that happened ten times. You can tell by looking at him. You know, man. These ladies, man. I was humbled. Oh, huh. well, look, hey. You know, it, the simple part of it is, hey, when you've got it, you got it. And, hey, you I don't even know what I got, but I got yeah, it. I, I'll agree. <laughs> it was quite impressive. So, it made me think there's a lot of women out there who perhaps are just as disturbed as you are. Well, you know, the story goes that early on, Sai was getting a lot of marriage proposals from kids trying to fix up with their grandmothers because they didn't know Christine was around because she wasn't on the show. And so we looked into it, and Dad's like, you know, Al, what is wrong with womanhood in America? I mean, they're all after your Uncle Si. And I said, well, I don't know, but what's even more strange is 90% of them are from the state of Alabama. Really? 90%. Roll tag. Uh, <laughs> what I saw was all 
demographic, all ages, all ethnic backgrounds. I was surprised. Everybody we loves up, Uncle Sal. Well, yeah, they just screaming and hollering, kissed him on the cheek. So there was a we we did a musical. There was a musical, a Broadway level musical. It didn't last long, shockingly. Sure. <laughs> it was, oh, it's called a suitcase musical. <laughs> it, it means when it airs, have your bag. <laughs> yeah, when somebody brought it, it up, a, I said, y'all actually not think unpack this your suitcase. It lasted about a month in yeah. Vegas. But well, here's what was shocking, though. It was it was great. It was very well done. And well, si- my favorite not. number from the musical was the si- the actor that played Si, who was excellent, by the way. And it was called Ladies Man. You remember it, Cy? Oh, and so we we were at the opening together, and I laughed so hard at Cy laughing at this number called Ladies Man because he kept like changing his outfits. He kind of went through fifty years of Cy, you know, which was really funny. He was actually really good. He was he was he outstanding. Really was. He was he funny. Was. He was a good yeah. singer. Yeah. These were Broadway level people. I think. So why we, didn't it work? Because we were we're well, just too far. Down yeah. the unsophisticated. I mean, think yeah. about it. We're going to do a music. <laughs> no. I'm and they did a fabulous job. But it was job. really good. It was so well, well, look, we had a song or an album that went platinum, people. <laughs> Our did. Christmas well, that album. Was, that was different. Not, but, not everybody have, can say that, by the way, that's in the music business, right, right, right son? Yeah. We had world-class producer, and some of our family can actually sing. So, I mean, we, we had a few things going for us there. I mean, Dad was on there singing with George Strait, yeah. you know what I mean? And I've never met the man. I said, they can do anything. <laughs> Who? They said, George Strait. I said, I've heard of him. I said, <laughs> and they had pictures. Yeah. I was standing there with him, you know, and I was like. And it, I, it I, was I, like a cardboard cutout. It was cutout. fun, too, and it was Christmassy, and it represents Jesus. So I did Jesus. the Grinch. It was yeah. excellent. Yeah, it just, it worked. It worked. It, All it, I know about it is not much money came my way. <laughs> I don't know where the money went. Maybe it went to side. I don't know where it went. Hey, I, I got you, my share. Why do we bring up this argument every, <laughs> every time? Look, you, Willie, and I got the money because we put the money up. Uh, so we pay. Why do you pay if you want a platinum record? Why do you pay so? Because whoever invests the money. They get the profit. Uh, we're back to the investment. So y'all got a check for participation. Now I understand. <laughs> no, you got a check, too. Him and Willie got the money. Yeah. Got the money. Yeah. You can say that said, over okay. and over and I thought, well, okay. where's all? Don't you make a lot of money? You received that? a hey, check. Hey, man, you got what the dog shot at. No, I got no, fleece. You got a check, you got a check in got. the mail per song, which is normal standard. I didn't even get enough, enough to wait till I see. <laughs> wait till I see Willie next yeah, week. Yeah, this was his idea. It wasn't mine. He just told me, tell him to quit arguing about it, because I told him I was going to give him a check. This, uh, what's it called, Access TV. And, you know, when someone says our goal our whole life was to get a platinum <laughs> album, you know, and they said go on and on. And once that happened, that opened up doors and they moved into big houses. There's an entourage following. I thought, I didn't get due to squat right. Well, because hey. the singers only make a little. They, right. The people who make them. What money? do you figure they paid George straight? Because I was singing a duet with him. <laughs> I think he probably hey, turned down the fee that they were going to give him. He hey, what's Willie's oh, nickname? <laughs> Whiskey Barrel? No. Oh, oh no. Boss Hog. But somebody Boss showed Hog. me a plaque. We Boss Hog, did. his name's yeah. Slick. Now I understand. Boss, Boss Hog, Hog and, and Slick. Slick. By the Slick way, Hog. how many do you have to sell, Jace, to get a platinum on it? A million. Huh? That's a million. I went platinum in three months, so I don't know where it's at now. It did a, that's a million. That's a million sales. What's sales. gold? Like... Half of that, I guess, is five hundred thousand is gold. 
We you mean you sell a million albums, it's a million bucks. Well, it went gold. I mean, it's not a million minutes. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it went gold in about 30 minutes. It went platinum in Aren't y'all re-releasing months. it now? Or we were, so, but it got delayed. Oh, okay. I, I made a big deal about that it, they were fixed to do it, but Willie's like, he wanted to deer hunt Montana. And I think Willie has a new song he wants to do, right. and Missy's working on the other song. Because so. you have to update a couple of songs to well, re-release, right? Yeah, every yeah. five years. If you don't update it, then they take it off like iTunes and Apple. So they'll do it, but it'll probably be next Christmas. But I think it'll be better now because it'll give more time to do it. If you've never, so y'all it. gonna keep doing this? Oh yeah, well because they're making money. That's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We people don't. like it. Now I know how, Now I know why no one ever called me. <laughs> did you well, know? Did they call you on it? No, no. Because hey, they, I know why they called. I didn't call for two. No money. <laughs> well, here's why. Because when we had the first meeting, if y'all remember, we announced that my lovely wife said, y'all will be paid for your song, but we're going to do a Christmas album. And both of you went, well, this won't work. <laughs> Which is why you didn't put the money I just front. looked around and I said, do you folks really believe this will work? And for that so, reason, you got a small And they looked at me right check. in the eye and the producer I got him off on the side. I said, dude, come on out with it. Buddy Cannon, by the way. He's <laughs> yeah, a famous he's, producer. He's outstanding. I said, I said, come on out with it. You actually think this worked? And he looked. He was just dead, dead cold-faced. He said, oh, this is going big. And I said, how would you know that? And he said, I've been doing this for years. This yeah. will go big. Hey, he he was Willie Nelson's guy. He's, and I by mean, the way, he's going to help us with the new Oh, new is release. he? Yeah. Buddy's amazing. We're getting I the mean, band back together, Si. Band's 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 come up back, with a si. new song. If you come up with a new song, we may. Well, work. you're going to have to double the keg, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're negotiating now. This has turned into a negotiation. On the podcast. I'll see what we got you. Yeah. And yeah. If you come up with the right song, we'll double you're gonna the cash. Have, yeah, you're going to have to up it a little bit, slick. <laughs> I say nothing. And you I tell Boss Hog the same bit. thing. Yeah, we, we, you got you you to check for her song. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 it's, so let's uh, let's take another break. So we've been talking quite a bit about our unashamed merch. Uh, they're coming up with some new stuff, Dad. There's a new shirt. The newest one says "Love Always Protects," which I thought was pretty good, right out of First Corinthians thirteen, which is one of our favorite Love. passages. I've been saying that the last few months. Exactly, and so now there's a shirt, which is really good. And I found out that we have the number one and number two best sellers on the whole Blaze store. You know, with all the other podcasts and shows that are on there, it's pretty good. Uh, there's a new one, Dad. You'll like this one: God reliance, not government reliance. There's another saying that's on one of I our shirts. Where they got that? I don't know. Probably from us. So uh, check these guys out. Uh, unashamedmerch.com if you're interested in getting By this. By the way, it's a good thing for people to make this. That's right. Do it in the way of T-shirts or whatever they're going to do. To proudly I'm not display. knocking them. That's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. And we want you guys to have it. We're going to get some sent to us so we can show you what it looks like on the podcast. Sweatshirts, hats, mugs. Uh, check them out. Unashamedmerch.com. So, Cy, one of the when, back when, when the show was just taking off, A and E had this idea. Guy with our publisher, because we're just like trying, we're churning out books. You know, Willie's book was first, then Dad's, and we're selling a million, over a million copies of books. And so, everybody's like, everybody's got to write a book. So everybody gets in the queue, and for Cy, 
they had this idea that, you know, because they didn't know size depth. They only knew just from the show and the little sayings and stuff. So their idea was they were going to do a book of just like sayings, like stuff size says on the show and just kind of crazy stuff, just like a gift book. And so, you know, whatever, that's what they were going to do. So they contact me, the publisher does, because we know her, uh, Phyllis Boltinghouse. She was a publisher back there, or editor. And she said, what do you think about this book idea? I said, well, I think you're wasting a major opportunity. I said, Sai's got a major book in him. And I was like, and here's what you do. This was my idea, Sai, and then we did it. So it was like, Sai needs to tell his story like he tells his stories, you know, with a little embellishment, a little bit of crazy stuff in there. But I said, it needs to be his story. I said, his story is amazing, and, you know, his life. And so she was like, do you think that'll work? I said, I know it'll work. So they sent Slayball down here, the same one that wrote your book. Mm-hmm. And we did about a three-day interview. And I was there because I was kind of prompt inside of stories. And Christine came in, too. But it turned out to be – it's one of the top sellers of all the books because it was really amazing. It was size well, stories. kind of the Forrest Gump <clears throat> of right. our family. That's right. Yeah, but you, know, you got to understand, them, all them stories – Really is my life. That's right. That's what okay. I mean. Okay. It's it like really Forrest is. Gump because some of them you're like, <laughs> could that how really? could he be here and there? But they can't make a movie about you because when most you people, ran like Forrest Gump, you ran naked for the first <laughs> See, years. See, most, people, <laughs> so most people think that he's putting on an act. <laughs> and then the real side is just a normal person around. You know, oh, I know. They, 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 they don't think. He's really like but that's that. really oh, that's, that's him. I had one of these news media back in the Duck Dynasty day, and they were kind of remember he's saying the ne- next to the last in the family structure, and by then the gen- genetics and the I mean it's it's it's. No, I've heard that well, argument. They don't got special. They don't got special <laughs> genetics out. This media uh, outlet was trying to like I think it was the paparazzi at his restaurant. And they were asking me about that. They're like, you know, come on. You know, this side character. Yeah. I said, well, let me just ask you something, if you don't mind. Let me ask the question. If Sai was just a character that was made up, how come he hasn't got an Academy Award, an <laughs> Emmy? This is the grading acting performance <laughs> of our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> On a reality show. And the media <clears throat> person was looking like, it's a pretty good point. I thought you can't make this stuff up. It was like when we did the. We talked about it inside recently on the the Today Show when y'all did the interview. The Matt Lauer was trying to make a big deal about it being a scripted show, and I remember Sai saying, "Do you think you can script me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. good luck with that. You know, this I'd be a, a script's worst nightmare." <laughs> well, no, no, because I actually said that on on television, Fox yeah. and Friends, I think. The, the last thing they said before we went live was, don't use the word script. <laughs> and then they asked some question, and I said, well, hey, look, he walks out there and hands me the sheet of paper with something written on it, and I look at him and crumble <laughs> it up. And start, so, I said, hey, I'm a director's worst nightmare. So, don't give me a script. So you describe the script yeah. without saying the word. That's oh, what you, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you and all, everybody there just went, oh. You can't spell script without... <laughs> Side. <laughs> we can play this game all day. Right. Well, and I learned a long time ago the last thing you do because Dad's done a lot of media. The last thing you want to do is tell Dad don't say something right before oh. the camera rolls because that's going to be the first thing he says. Oh, that's <laughs> as soon as the exactly. Camera, that's we learned that a long time ago. He'll get up in the mic. I mean, no icebreaker. My son 
inform me that I should. And here we go. He's whatever just what happened. Right. Don't do this. Here we go. It was like the time we did the the Fox and Friends dad, and we were riding over in the car, and we were promoting one of the early episodes, and it was where you're talking with John Luke about the the travails of you know dating and the microbes and things that can happen to you. And sex so, talk. The pitfalls. The pitfalls. The and sex so, talk. so you're having the sex talk. And so I had seen the clip. I knew that they were going to run it. And so I just jokingly said, well, I noticed, Dad, on this whole list of sexually transmitted diseases, you left out chlamydia. And I was just saying it as a joke. We're riding over in the morning. It's, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning. And you said, yeah, I wasn't exactly sure how to pronounce that, Al. So we recently left that. So we laughed about it. So we get on the set. And so Deucey says, now, Phil, you got this episode. First question, with your grandkids. And, you know, what is your fear with these kids? You said, you said well, Deucey, here's my fear. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes. <laughs> He just ran through the whole list. Well, when I looked at the CDC and they said 110 million have these various diseases, I thought, well, 110 million. I looked around. I said, that's one out of three. You know, everybody's kind of in a crowd. You tell them that. They all get to looking at their neighbors, the ones they're sitting with. Uh, that was your lead on the, on the CPAC speech, too, that year, which was really funny. So Okay, we ate to eat and run, so I, but... <laughs> Dad was late to the party, so he's ready to shut it down. So, Si, I want to ask you something. Because so all the years, like you would come in, you know, like twice a year is the only time we got to see you because you were deployed, yeah. you're, you're overseas a lot. But you managed to hunt still it, it, through that whole process. And, and I want you to describe that a little bit because you've told stories before about hunting in Germany and all that. How did you maintain being able to do that? wherever you were. I mean, because we all hunted here. You'd come in and hunt with us, you know, for that couple of weeks during the holiday. Well, uh, in Germany, you know, I had a buddy of mine, and he got me to go with him a couple of times to hunt. And he said, when he got ready to leave, you know, he's being shipped somewhere else. He said, hey, you need to take over teaching the hunting class, the German hunting class. So that's how I got hooked so into that. what was that, that all about? You taught the Germans how to hunt? Yeah. No, no. I taught the Americans the German way to hunt. Oh. Because they have they have a lot of tradition, okay. Like really? When, well, yeah. Do they you, duck hunt in Germany? Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. Do, they hunt everything. Huh. You know, and like when you kill a deer, you go to an oak tree and break a limb, you know, a leaf off, oh, you know, wow. and put go. it put it in their mouth. It's called last rites. Really? You give the deer yeah. you give the deer a branch. A branch. You put a branch of uh, oak. And you on, did this? Yeah. Oh yeah. In yeah. Germany, being why like am the I German just world? now hearing about this? <coughs> well, you didn't ever ask me. <laughs> no. well, what about I, if you'd asked me, I'd have told you the story. <laughs> what about the deer you shot and he ran out in the mustard field and died? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, me and my buddies hunting. Okay, I he went to the school and I taught him young. Then I took him on a revere that I was on. A what? Well, a revere. That's what they call it. It's like a ranch. Ranch. It's like it'd be like your property down there. I got you. Okay, so we go hunting, and the, the mustard field is, you know, they're fixing to harvest it. Okay, it's about all shoulder high. The mustard flowers, you know, all of it solid yellow. We'll never think of them about. Okay, I mean, it's a pretty field. Oh yeah, beautiful thing, and they're all over Germany in in the harvest time. So we're we're hunting, and I said, hey, there's a there's a buck, and he'll be out there about 
Oh, probably 150 yards. Don't shoot at me too far. Yeah. So he's sitting there. Well, hey, the buck pops up just like I said. You know, and I hear, So I come up there. It's dark, right before dark. That was a kitschy towel. Well, whatever. That's quite the explanation of gunfire. Well, no, no. Anyway, anyway. It was a German, right? Yo, I see him. He's out there walking through this stuff, and he said, "I shot a deer." I said, "Get out of there!" You know, I said, "Get out of there!" You know, so he come over to me, and I said, "What?" What? He said, "I shot a buck right out there." I said, "Well, number one, <coughs> you're way, you're a hundred yards this side of where you shot that deer. I can't believe you shot him." I said, "You sure he fell?" And he said, "Yeah, he fell." I said, "Well, you, you idiot, come on!" <laughs> you know, he's been walking all through the field, yo. So I said, "Come on, let's." Go right over here, and I said, "Then I'll tell you exactly where your deer's is laying." Well, yeah. si, how would you know that? Because he popped up every you know, I've been watching him for five days. <laughs> yeah. So look, you know, I walk him up there, and I said, "Okay, go out there about thirty-five yards. He'll be out there." Look, he goes out there, and he said, "Well, come help me drag him out." Well, we go in. I go in there and help him. And look, we wasn't even thinking about the mustard gas. <laughs> So look, we're staggering after we we done pulled the deer out. We're staggering, and I'm talking about, whoa. I said, man, I got a bug on here. This explains a lot. No, no. So look, we take the deer to the guy that, that owns the property, you know, and we're telling him. He said, oh, no, no, you didn't, you know. And, and, you know, he could speak English, you know. And he got all just blurring Germany, German there for a while. And I said, oh, whoa, people, whoa. They die when they go out there. No, no, yeah. And they said, uh, no, 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 you don't understand. He said, when we harvest this, he said, we got to wear gas masks. But that's in your hunt, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, no. He said, don't don't you ever hear the word gas? <laughs> you know, mustard gas? And then we said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we literally got high off a of mustard gas. And he said, y'all could have died, both of you. Did he get the deer? Oh yeah, he got it. No. But I've never never heard that until I told that. The strangest part of me is usually when you go up after somebody shoots, they tell you where they shot at the deer. But so I said, no, <laughs> no. Let me go show you where well, you no, shot. No, no. He was the out deer. there walking around in the oh. field, about a hundred yards too short. And when I said, Burley shot George Jones, they <laughs> they, they not, named not the deer the George. George Jones, and Burley shot him. And I saw the deer when he hit him. He went on across the road down there. I walked down there where he shot him. When I he and I said, I was looking on the ground, see if I could see any blood on the ground. Burley walks by. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm tracking the one you just shot." He said, "He did. He fell way further than that." So he just walked on by. I just stayed what I done. I walked out there on the side of the road. I looked down. It was pouring down rain. I looked down. And I found a little piece of lung, and uh, I said I hollered at him. I said, "Burley," I said, "He went this way." Oh, I said, well, I said yeah. "Right here, Pete." He walks me. up there and I show it to him. He said, "He said, he said, I thought he was way up." I said, "This is where he was." I said, "Come on," and we just started walking. Walked out there about seventy-five yards. Old George Jones is laying there. <laughs> Burley got on his computer and because they said don't shoot him because he's you know your 
Stone Stone yeah. had been he's like here, working here, that beer. Yeah. Buck, you want, don't want to kill him because leave him before he make make other George Jones. Uh. But I don't know why Stone named him George Jones. But when <laughs> Burley shot him and knew he was dead, he just sent Stone a text. He stopped loving her today. <laughs> today. <laughs> and just sent it to him. And that deer was up there hanging. You know, he had a deer rat. Old Stone been mad about that ever since. It hurt him. He has not been happy about George Jones with Burley. That that one still that one still stings. Yep. Still I just heard him say, "There's a big one," and I'm like, "Well, he said, could you, you think I ought to shoot him?'" I said, "Hey, do what you want to do." He boom. I wouldn't have yeah. shot him. Burley done it on purpose. Oh yeah, he was just trying to get a rise out that's of it. Yeah, yep. that's why the the next year. Burley come down and said, uh, you know, Stone, he said, I want to kill a doe. And Stone said, no, nah, I'll kill you a doe. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sai, we only got a couple of minutes left, um, but it's been fun having you on, as always. Been my pleasure. We uh, want to uh, let you guys know again about the podcast, the new Duck Commander podcast. It starts tomorrow. I think it's going to release every Thursday. Isn't that right, Cole? Going forward. And I will say this, Sai. You make uh, you and uh, Kurt Lively. We talked about on the podcast before. Y'all make preaching fun at WFR because you got y'all are. They kind of give you some feedback, you know, while you're going. It's sort of like when you speak at a African American church. You know, you get a lot of feedback. <laughs> In our church, it's it's side. I can never quite understand what side saying, but I can hear him back there. He's giving me some. He's giving me some feedback while, while the sermon's going on. But that's I like that, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if I'm fired up. That's right. Yeah, I'm fired up. And, well, and I tell people that all the time because the the most oft asked question to me is about Sai. What about Uncle Sai? Is, is he as crazy in real life as he is on the show? You know, stuff, stuff like that. And a lot of more to know is is Sai a Christian? You know, because like they don't know him as much from the show as they do us listening to the podcast. I was like, oh, he's 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 big time. I mean, yeah. size if he's in town, he's at WFR, you know, raising the roof, you know, singing singing praises and and amen and sermons. Bill Stone was telling Phyllis and her husband yesterday, uh, two or three days ago, said said Christine, size woman, stays in one room in the house and size stays in another. <laughs> And they said, what's with that? I said, survival. <laughs> you tell Christine I said that. Uh, Christine is, She may listen. Yeah, that's right. She may be our a secret podcast listener. I doubt it. <laughs> well, she's always listening at the computer, so I don't know. <laughs> See, Christine, she's, she's, I mean, think about it. She's been putting up a side for over 50 years now. No, no, that's the funny part. People would ask her, saying, well, why ain't your wife on the show? And I said, number one, she's got more sense. <laughs> and I said, number two, if you ask her personally, she'll tell you, hey, I have to live with that clown. <laughs> I don't need to be on TV with him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. But we love Cy. We always have. And Cy's the real deal. It's just, just what you see is who he is. And I think that's what, that's what showed up. Which, by the way, as we close out, it shows you TV executives, you know, Cy was just going to kind of be a recurring character, kind of like Mount Man initially. You know, they just, they thought, well, a little of him will go a long way. And they didn't realize that he would become the tip of the spear for the whole show, which is why sometimes, you know, people sit around a boardroom table and come up with ideas. But once you actually get it going, you know, and Cy became the guy. So thanks, Cy. It's always good to visit. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. 
And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.